Luke chapter 8, reading from verse 26. It is a continuation from what we did last week. Luke chapter 8, reading from verse 26. And they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. And he went forth to land. When he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man which had devils long time and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him with a loud voice, said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus? Thou son of God, most high. I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go into the deep. That is interesting. Verse 32, And there was there a herd of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them. And he suffered them. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently into the lake and were choked. Verse 34. When they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They also which saw it told them by what means he, he that was possessed of the devils was healed. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought him to depart from them for they were taken with great fear and he went up into the ship and returned back again now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be with him but Jesus sent him away saying return to thine own house and show how great things God have done unto thee. And he went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. Amen. Amen. So this is the other side. This is what is happening on the other side. This is actually the other side. This is why they have to go through the storm to cross over. This is it. This is why they came. 
Now I want to make a little correction. The gatherings, as we see in Luke chapter 8, actually is not the remnant tribe of Gath, which I said last week. Uh, the name just seems to be similar, but they are not the remnant tribe. They were a different group of people. But later on in the sermon, I would also show a certain similarity between these same gatherings and those remnant tribe of God. Now, the whole emphasis was Jesus wanted to go to the other side. And oftentimes, we are all excited when it is time to take a new step or go to another side, explore something new. So, basically, these guys were having major crusades and big crusades in all the where they were. Then Jesus says, let's go to the other side. So you're expecting, okay, there's another revival. There's another thing happening there. And when they get there, apart from the storm and everything, when they get there, their first reception is a man who sleeps in the tombs, who is possessed of devils, and who runs to Jesus and says, please don't destroy me before my time. And then, the interesting thing is, the demons in the man said to Jesus, please don't send us into the deep. That was referring to hell. That is why they said, have you come to destroy us before our time? Because they knew Jesus had power to send them to hell. But they also knew their time to go to hell was not yet due. So they were begging not to be sent to hell. You have to understand, if demons are begging not to go to hell, then that should give you an idea what hell is like. Now, so they said, please, let us enter this swine or these uh, pigs that are feeding here. Jesus granted it. Now, a lot of people wonder, why did Jesus? But we would understand why Jesus granted it. Now, you would see Jesus didn't hold a crusade in the town. He just ministered to that man and that was it. The news went around and the people came and said, please leave. And when he was leaving, the man said, I want to come. Jesus said, no, you stay and preach the gospel here. So was it a successful mission or was it not? Yes. Was it worth going through all the storms yes. just to come to do this one thing? Yes. Yes. Well, if God has assignments for us, sometimes the outcome wouldn't be what we probably expected. <clears throat> sometimes it is 
not as glamorous as we think. But in God's mind, that was the best. So, here Jesus took possession of that region by not holding a crusade, but by setting one man free. You see, there are places that legally, if you go there, somebody can eject you or move you. Or say, don't stand here, don't preach here. But, if you take possession of a soul in that place, you see, he left the man there, they couldn't sack the man because the man was one of them. And the man went on preaching to them. Because he he had legality to be there. He had authority to be there. <clears throat> the demons were comfortable in the economy. So the demons knew that the people wouldn't let go of the economy. Therefore, if Jesus lets us stay in the economy, at least we'll be saved. And Jesus knew what the people would do anyway. That's why he granted it. So now the demons were out of the man. The man was not preaching. But now their economy was infected. Friday night we talked about advancement. And I'm going to touch on that again. I saw some statues. And these statues were alive. Now if you see statues, statues don't move. But these statues were alive, but they were kind of moving on their on their plane. You know, wherever they were standing, they were moving and make dancing, nicely decorated. So I said, how can statues be moving or be dancing where they are? And the thing is that a statue is usually a commemoration or a recognition of somebody great or something great. So when we've achieved great things, we become we become like that and we decorate ourselves with the success and achievement and we are no longer moving to where God wants us to move and we are happy to be dancing in our circle of victory. And we are no longer advancing. So these guys had successful economy and they weren't interested in what God wants to do with them next. In fact, they will suck God to retain their economy. And sometimes we forget that God gives us success and when success comes, we now build it into something and even God is no longer permitted. The danger of that is the demons are not too far away. The demons are not too far away. So that success for the people had become a trap. In the book of Numbers 
32 verse 1 to 5 we now see the story of this other tribe of God and Reuben Numbers 32 1 to 5 Now the children of Reuben and the children of God had a very great multitude of livestock. I want to take note of that. Livestock. And they saw the land of Jezer. And the land of Gilead. That indeed the region was a place for livestock. So the people of God and the people of Reuben came and said to Moses and to Eliezer the priest and to the leaders of the congregation saying, Ataroth Dibon, Jezah, Nimrah, Heshbon, Elah, Sheba, Nebo, and Boom. Those were the towns they were mentioned. The country which the Lord defeated before the congregation of Israel is a land for livestock. And your servants have livestock. Verse 5, and they said, if we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants for a possession. Do not take us over the Jordan. This is the similarity with the, with the gatherings. Now, the children of Reuben and God before the people entered Canaan, of course they had to conquer people along the way. But they weren't in Canaan. But when they saw the, the other side and said, we have livestock. Lots of livestock. And this place would just be good for us. So don't bother taking us across Jordan. We are happy to stay here. So they did not cross or possess beyond Jordan. But why? Their motivation was their livestock. Their success had even told them that God is not able to provide for you beyond the Jordan. So you better stay here. Just as these guys did in Luke, they, they thought, now, Jesus is bad news for business. Get him out of here. But if he could make the demon-possessed man whole, business is nothing. 
If God defeated all these people on the east of Jordan, then he could provide for their livestock. Now, do you see, things we hold on to prevent us sometimes from trusting God fully. The people held on to their livestock. These guys held on. They said, and they were greedy as well because they only thought about themselves. It comes to a time when God lifts his people, lifts his church. He wants his people to stop thinking about themselves and to be at the place where he can take them across the storms all the way just to minister to one man and come back. But you would know if these guys knew all the details of what would have happened, I'm sure half of them would have said, well, look, half of you can go. We, we will take care of, of the rest, of the rest here. So what am I talking about? Advancement, advancement requires revelation. Advancement requires supernatural help. Because if we don't have revelation and supernatural help, we will think, why do we even have to talk about advancing or going forward or doing different other things? Because it's okay anyway. It's okay. So if you don't have revelation, you are going to settle for the logic of what is offered. That is why man needs supernatural help. If we don't have the supernatural help of God, we will think that, well, there is no provision beyond the Jordan. But this is a deliverance mission. This is a mission to take back something God has said we have to possess. So the church must go to the other side. We have to seek God's face on the other side. We have to believe for faith to, to the other side. Now, what does it take to go to the other side? It will interest you to know. Battered and bruised faith. In fact, these guys were so beaten by the storm, they had almost given up. But then when we read verse 26, Luke chapter 8, Bible said, And they arrived. You shall arrive. They arrived. It was battered and bruised faith. It was it was a situation where the, the, the sound of the storm was louder than the voice of faith in their hearts or in their hearts. They heard the storm more loudly. The storm said, you can't cross. And the faith was little. But little faith will bring us to the other side. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. The faith was prevailing. The faith was prevailing. That is why you must build your faith. You must build your faith. The storms are beating. The, the waves are coming down. But you still have to hold on to that faith which says, We shall go to the other side. And then they got to the other side. And they drove them away. But wherever God sends you, He will make sure He leaves His seed over there. Amen. Amen. And because the seed was planted, the journey was not in vain. Sometimes you, you go through a lot just to answer one thing. And you're like, God, is this? But the one soul, the one sinner, the one person, the one assignment is very precious. Amen. It's very precious to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't want to be a church. That just protects our livestock. You know, we protect our livestock that we forget the giver of the livestock. Or, you know, we protect our possessions and forget the giver of the possessions. You know, the possibility is that in the storm, they would have lost certain things they were carrying. Maybe they were carrying some food and water, you know. They would have lost them in the storm. So when they got to the other side, these guys weren't even welcome. So you can imagine. Maybe they didn't even have food to eat. But God rewards that faith which will take us beyond to the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, verse 39, Luke chapter 8, return to your own house and show how great things God has done to you. He went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. How great things. And that is a great satisfaction. That they got rid of Jesus but now they couldn't deny this man. And they were afraid of the man, actually. They were. <laughs> so, when he was sharing his testimony, maybe they just have to keep quiet and listen. But somebody, may your labor not be in vain. May God use your labor to speak and to bring glory 
to his name. Amen. Do not take us across Jordan. Today your prayer shall be, Lord, take me as far as you can. Amen. As far as you will. And I will obey. Because God is able to provide for us. And whatever be the physical needs that we have, sometimes the, the fear is that how will God take care of us in the midst of the challenges? In the midst of the storms, in the midst of all the difficulties. How? But all we know is that if God said, Come, He has the provision ready. So we will not fear the storm, we will not fear the threats. We will not even fear the hostility of the other side. But we will trust in God. We will trust in God. So when you go, go confidently to the other side. Go and do the will of God. Hallelujah. And let God's goodness, let God's grace be manifested. Be abandoned, be released. Unto you. God will show you ways to take possession. Jesus didn't fight for land in that place. He just fought for one soul. And he took possession. May God give you the contacts and the connections into nations, into Amen. territories, Amen. into situations, Amen. so that you have possession yes. even without being there. Amen. And as a result of that, doors will open. Yes. You know, one time God said, God said to Paul in a dream when he was being a uh, Chased by the Jews. God said to him, don't be afraid because I have much people in this city. I have much people in this city who are for you. So don't be afraid. God will send you people that will stay with you and you will not be afraid. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we are we are moving without knowing what will happen or what will be or where God is taking us. But we know that we have the supernatural hand of God that is covering us. We have the grace of God that is for us. And we have the angels of God who are with us. And God has much people in this city. 
So don't abandon the call of God. Don't say that because I have livestock, the other side of Jordan is better for me. Cross to the land flowing with milk and honey. With milk and honey. So that is God's idea for his children to advance. When we don't advance, now what happened to the to the remnant tribe of God and Reuben because when they settled was later taken over by the king of Assyria and it's interesting because that king of Assyria also controlled Nineveh and this same Nineveh Jonah preached to earlier so after many years, these guys who stayed on the east of Jordan were overrun by the king of Assyria. But you have to stay where God has ordained for you. You have to stay where God has ordained for you. You have to fight for your possession. It is time to go forward, to advance, to take more territory. Don't start celebrating yet. Don't start awarding yourself. Don't start uh, decorating yourself. Otherwise, you become a statue. <laughs> and once you're a statue, we can't move you again. How do you want to be a study when God wants you to be an advancing army, an advancing church, an advancing Christian? Yes, there will be storms, there will be challenges, but as I said, even the weakest of faith that says, Lord, help me, will calm the storm. When all your strength is gone and you just say, Oh God, I surrender. It will calm the storm. Hallelujah. There is no, and when you go over to the other side, the results and the rewards are great and massive. I'm praying, I'm believing for a church that will go to the other side. I'm believing for people that will go to the other side. That will fight the devil on them or in his own backyard and defeat him. Because if we don't take care of the devil in his backyard, guess what? He's going to come into our backyard. And we don't want him in our backyard. Hallelujah. We don't want him in our backyard. And we are believing that God will bring his word alive in our hearts. That even before the Lord has said, let's go to the other side, we will get the revelation that says, 
It's time to go to the other side. It's time to arise. It's time to be strong. It's time to be faithful. It's time to receive in abundance what God has promised for us. It is time to stop the congratulations and say there is much more in God. Now, by all means, celebrate God when he, when he opens the door. But when you celebrate God, say, God, what is next? Hallelujah. What is next? What is next? Because we want to always see the next level, the glory, the power, and the dominion over our lives. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You shall not be stopped by the storm. Amen. You shall not drown in the storm. Amen. In fact, you shall not be stopped by your, your success or your business Amen. or your cattle or your sheep or whatever possessions God is bringing your way. It shall actually be an open door to increase your access to the presence of of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And that is when it becomes a sacrifice. You know, people who had livestock who didn't sacrifice them, didn't, didn't have any reward. But when you sacrifice them, you have reward. Amen. We shall sacrifice what the Lord expects of us so that He will reward us. The journey is not easy. We will encourage somebody along the way. We'll pull somebody along the way. We'll speak to the storm together. We will, we will rebuke the, head, uh, the demonic powers that are causing uh, a wave in the atmosphere and say, we establish the name of Jesus. Yes, so we are talking about believers taking control. Taking control. Jesus took control over the storm and he took control over the land of the Galileans by setting the, the man free from demon possession. So it is taking control. That is why there are times when you don't feel God the same way. Or you are actually feeling negative. There's no other, there's no greater negativity than being on the ocean and the storm is beating. You have the biggest negativity, right? So, but Jesus was there. This is the thing. God is with us. Yes. His name is Emmanuel. Yes. Right? So, it doesn't matter the way we are feeling. If he's there, is Emmanuel there? He is with us. So that is when we exercise control. We take authority 
So then you rise up and say, I know you will never leave me or forsake me according to your word. And I know that even right now, even in this storm, you are here. Yes. Therefore, I command the peace of God. Even though you are feeling negative. So, advancing sometimes everyone included. Everyone included, right? It's very easy to advance when the wind is on your side. There was a guy who won, who won a certain uh, race, but they later canceled it because they said that he was aided by strong tailwind. So when he was running, the wind was strong, so the wind gave him an extra advantage, so they didn't give him the weather. But it's not, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. If the wind was blowing, and so, so basically because he was breaking another record, they are saying that the same conditions must exist for him to break the record. So in this case, he had strong tailwind, which the other guy didn't have. So they can't give you the record. Well, but you know, when there is no wind blowing, when there is no wind blowing, the same Holy Spirit is able to propel you for the same performance and grace. So this is why believers, we don't have to depend on Oh, is the weather calm? No. All you need to know is, is Jesus there? Amen. No, that's all you need. So Jesus is there. Amen. Forget the weather. Amen. We are going to break the record. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to break the record. And most, most times, what has prevented us from advancing it's because we have woken up and seen the devastation of the storm. And then we thought, no, it's not for today. It's not for today. But the word of God is in season. It's for now. Yes. It's for now. And because we believe it, it will happen to us now. Amen. Because we believe it. Yes. Because we believe it. So every challenge, every shortcoming, we overcome it. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we say that God, as long as your word says, we are going to the other side. Amen. We shall go to the other side. Yes. Take control. Take possession. Take control. The wind is blowing. Peace be still. Yes. 
Don't allow the wind to deter to determine what is the direction. Change the direction. Amen. I know. Faith. Acting in faith is acting like crazy. Because that is what that is what it is. Because you defy all the experts. And then you say that way. And that is only because you have a revelation. So I pray that the divine revelation of God become abundant in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. So that we will excel in the good things of God, in the works of God. I know about doubts, I know about fear, I know about hesitation. So now I want to know more about faith. Fear says, if you hate it, it will break. That's true. If you hate it, it will break. But faith says, if you hate it, it will open. So open. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to take authority. Control. Let's rise. That's right. Just two things and I'll be done. One, you have the confidence that Jesus is with you, is Emmanuel. Two, you have his word that you are going to the other side. And three, you have the confidence to command and take possession. That is what you need. You don't have to feel anything. You just have to know and believe. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I don't have to feel anything. I don't have to feel anything. I just have to know. I just have to know your word. Your word. And I know your word. And I know your word. Which says I'm going to the other side. I know your word. I know your word. Which says the storm be still. Which says the storm be still. Therefore I take authority. Therefore I take authority. I speak to any storm. Working against me to become 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because I will arrive. On the other side, on the other side, begin to declare by faith in the name of Jesus.